now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hello there, you're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe, brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance and mortgages, Denise and Lori are definitely the people to talk with. Just visit the CFAX 1070 website and look under Shows to find us, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. Uh, you'll find their contact information there, or you could always find me online or on social media. Today's show uh, is going to be a great one. Food preparation and dining is such a large part of people's buying decision when, when searching for a home or building a new one. In the past 15 or 20 years, we've seen a significant shift in terms of appliance technology and design planning around homes. Today, we'll be talking about household appliances, hosting dinner parties at your home, and we'll also talk about incredible dining experiences happening in our community, both for fundraising and also just for fun. Our guests today are Dallas Patrick from Coast Wholesale Appliances and Aiden Henry Brink Events. But to start, as we always do, Let's hear from one of our listeners. Uh, we had a face, actually a Facebook message for the first time, so you can always find me on Facebook. Uh, Facebook message from Mary Ann. So here's her message. Uh, I think now is the time to sell my rental property. The tenants have been great, so I'm stressed. I'm stressed about upsetting them. I've had sleepless nights wondering how this will turn out. What's your suggestion for making sure the tenants are good? Well, Marianne, this really is a big question. Of course, right now, uh, the market is strong. There's still low inventory. Uh, people are looking for good investment properties. Um, actually, a lot of property owners have been buying investment properties because of the fact that their equity has gone up so much in the past few years. You know, if you imagine somebody who's owned a house for maybe 10 years or 15 years, if they've wanted to buy an investment property, now's the time because all they need to do uh, is do a little refinance, get uh, equity out of their existing home, and they can go ahead and buy an investment property just like yours. But I understand your concern because if you've had long-term tenants, one of the things that landlords are afraid about is Will the tenants get spooked out by the fact that there are showings happening? Of course, there's always the question of what happens with the new owner. They're concerned about if they're going to be kicked out. They're concerned about if their rents are going to go up and uh, other issues just like that. So y your sleepless nights, I think, are well warranted. Um, but there's ways uh, to deal with this here. So the first thing, depending on the property, I don't know what kind of property you have, there is always a good chance that whoever buys the property will end up keeping the tenants uh, exactly where they are. Uh, naturally, when a new owner steps in, uh, they can't change the existing tenancy agreements. So the tenancy agreements in place that your tenants have will continue on. Uh, a new owner can't just simply raise the rent. Uh, you know, oftentimes, especially if there's a tenant that's been in a property for a long time, maybe the rent is a little bit uh, lower than a landlord could get in today's open market. So every once in a while, um, uh, tenants will be concerned that their rents would be jacked up overnight. Of course, that can't happen. If they have an existing uh, proper uh, tenancy agreement, sorry, um, the best, the, the most that can be done is a prescribed uh, increase annually, and it's based on uh, cost of living index. So again, your tenant, chances are, will be able to stay in the property under the same terms and conditions. 
Uh, now, the thing that the tenants do need to know, and it's something that I always explain to tenants, uh, because my role, of course, as the agent is to make sure I have a conversation with the tenants, want to make sure they're on board with everything that's going on, and also make sure they understand the process and procedure about the sale of the property. Um, but I always do explain to them a few things. The first thing is they have rights under the Residential Tenancy Act, so rights as far as notice for showings. So, of course, uh, we realtors cannot just barge in on them at any time. Uh, they are entitled to uh, at least 24 hours notice. Uh, the other thing uh, as well is um, uh, we need to explain to them. We basically want to be very friendly with the tenant because the tenants can either make things very easy or very difficult for a seller when they are trying to sell a house. Um, but as I said, chances are the tenants will stay there. Uh, I do explain to them uh, the circumstances in which they could be asked to leave. Uh, there's only really two. So the first thing is if the new owner intends to occupy that, pro that part of the property or the property for their own personal use. So there's that. Or the second one is if the new owner decides that they're going to do significant renovations, renovations that would require the tenant to move out. You know, when you think about it, things like um, replacing or, or changing the bathroom, which a tenant needs, or a kitchen, uh, same story. Uh, we do explain to the tenant that they are entitled to 60 full days notice in the case like that, um, 60, calendar, 60 um, days as far as two months, uh, in addition to the balance of whatever month uh, they were given notice. And the notice is actually given by the buyer. So the buyer actually gives a notice to the uh, seller saying, I intend to occupy the house myself, so please uh, deliver notice to the tenant. So there's a whole process there. But um, anyways, it is stressful, uh, especially if you've had tenants, like you said, that have been good uh, over the years. Uh, however, again, this is a reason why we are here, the real estate professionals, because we're here to make sure that everyone is kept happy uh, and it is a very common thing for us. So where it might not be something that you have dealt with on a regular basis, Marianne, we most definitely have. So, um, speak to your realtor about how they're going to uh, do the procedure, or if you don't have one, you could always call me. Uh, I'd be happy to help. So if you have a real estate question you'd like answer on our show, please visit cfax1070.com, uh, the website, uh, and you'll find us again under shows. Or you can call our hotline, which is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. So what's happening out there in the marketplace right now? Well, uh, things are honestly slowing down a little bit. And I think this is all relative. We've had a really strong year and a half. We've had low inventory. We've had multiple offers. We've had a lot of activity. Uh, the general consensus out there is people are getting kind of tired of bidding wars. They're getting tired of multiple offers. Uh, we've seen many cases recently where an agent has set up a delayed offer for um, uh, offers to come in, say four or five days down the road, and nobody is coming to offer. And it's not like there's no buyers. It's not like people are not thinking of uh, making offers anymore. It's just that they don't want to compete. And, you know, we kind of un understand that. It's an interesting time right now. We're seeing a shift, whether or not that's a long-term shift or just a little blip right now because, of course, we've got some good weather to contend with as well. Um, who knows? Anyways, that's what's happening out there right now. Uh, we have in our studio right now, uh, one of our guests, Dallas, Patrick Dallas is the senior sales associate, uh, at Coast Wholesale Appliances. Uh, Dallas, thanks for joining us. 
Thank you very much for having me on, Tony. Yeah, Dell. So, you know, we're going to be talking in your segment uh, in a couple moments here about um, uh, appliances and, and all of that. But before we do that, I mean, you bump into people on a regular basis who are walking into the store, uh, probably uh, either just bought a house or thinking of doing something. What, what have you seen? What's I mean, you're not in the real estate business. No. You're in appliance business. Yes. Um, from an outsider standpoint, how, how do you feel about what's going on out there and what the market's been like? I think the market's very strong. Uh, we're Our growth in the last 18 months is huge, especially in Western Canada. Um, our coast has been around since 1978, and we just opened our 16th uh, store in uh, Burlington. So we're expanding further west. Our, wow. our growth is uh, very strong, I think. Uh, primarily, I think, in uh, multifamily, uh, but also in uh, renovation and replacement market. Yeah. I think uh, we're doing really strong there as well. The last 18 months have seen our growth double. Well, you know, actually, it's interesting that you talk about multifamily because we've talked about this on this show before. There's definitely a shift happening right now from a single family detached homes to uh, condos, uh, condos and townhouses. It really is the, the growth market right now, right? Very much so. There's lots of cranes all over the city. You can see that. And uh, I think people are excited about coming to Victoria and, and spending time in this beautiful city and they want to buy here. And yeah. I think in your role as a realtor, that's... Uh, it's where you fit in. And my role is to guide people to help make those homes the best homes they can be for those new people moving here. Yeah, and we'll talk about it uh, in, in a couple minutes with you. But it's funny, you know, we look at these, you know, what are really spec condos that are going up, right? Uh, and the appliances that you're getting in a new condo nowadays are way better than we saw 20 years ago, right? I, absolutely they are. I, I don't understand that, but I think it's exciting. I wish I lived in one of those condos. <laughs> yes. Well, and this is the thing. I mean, developers are spending the money. Uh, and making sure, because uh, again, like I said at the opening here, appliances all of a sudden are becoming one of these things that are a selling feature for developments, right? Yeah, and much like your uh, your question for your for your for your lady earlier, uh, possibly the new owner would want to renovate the suite and maybe want to update those appliances in that suite to help sell that house that they want to put on the market. So it's very common to see people who are thinking about selling mm-hmm. the rental property and they need to update it. And kitchen appliances are one of the first things they look for. Yeah, well, it's always it's always sad when people replace their appliances just when they sell because they don't really have a chance to enjoy them much. But Very much, <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways, we're here with Dallas Patrick. We'll be back in just a moment after the break here to talk about what's happening out there in the world of appliances. Thanks for joining us. It's The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi there. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today we're talking about uh, appliances and equipment in your home. Plus, we'll be talking about uh, having in-home dining experiences and also uh, other great experiences out there in the community. Uh, if you've missed the first part of our show and you want to catch up, you can always go online, uh, the cfax1070.com website. You'll be able to find uh, past shows posted there. Or you can always visit us or find our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. Also, too, if you have any questions that you'd like me to bring up at a future show, just visit the website again or call our hotline, which is 250-414-6540. Be happy to hear from you. Uh, anyways, uh, we're here right now with Dallas Patrick. Dallas is the Senior Sales Associate at Coast Wholesale Appliances. Uh, Dallas, again, thanks for coming here. Pleasure to be here, Tony. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, I mean, as we've said before, things have changed so much with appliances. Very much so. There's technology now that we never imagined uh, would exist even just a few years ago. When you get someone walking into your store, what are they typically looking for? 
Well, I think they really want to outfit their home that suits their needs. I think our, our biggest challenge is people coming in and they're looking at the internet, they're looking at uh, what's available out there on appliances, and they're coming into our showroom with a list, and now they want to see it. They want to touch it, they want to feel it, and they want to experience it. And so that's why they come into Coast. I think uh, a lot of times customers understand that they need to have good appliances. They have family, they got uh, kids, they got activities. They want to make sure they can have those needs met by their household appliances. And so when they come into Coast, they want to see those things. Mm-hmm. And we want to show it to them. But also we want to have a conversation with them about those appliances. Uh, we want to make sure that those appliances meet their needs. If they're a single mom with three kids and or are a single person who uh, is downsizing from a big home, we want to make sure that they still have those needs met with the various options that manufacturers today are really highly developed and modern technology uh, in appliances is sometimes uh, scary for some people. Yeah. Well, so there's a couple things there. I mean, first of all, you're talking about people uh, searching online, and I've done this recently because I've been talking to you. Um, You know, for instance, you look at a fridge. You go online, and there's like 800 fridges. And it's like, what? How? And and I'm like, how big is 15 cubic feet and whatever? And, you know, one really needs to come in and and check that out, right? Absolutely. And and the biggest challenge we find with fridges is their sizes are all over the place. Yeah, they used to be standard, right? Yes. You'd have a standard width and a height, right? Yeah, I've been at Coast for just over 17 years, which is a long time. Uh, I got three kids now and I got a a household that I have to fill a fridge up with food. And so as people, families grow, they need to have different needs met. And so... The biggest challenge with fridges, specifically fridges, is the sizes. Yeah. They are wider, they're taller, they're deeper, they're shallow. They got Some of them have different colors, and some of them can even be hidden behind cabinetry. Yeah. Make it part of your kitchen. So Okay, you know, maybe we can talk about this thing. Because, you know, <laughs> I've been talking to you recently because uh, I did my renovation, it's 11 years ago now. It's been 11 years? It has, yeah. Uh, and um, so, you know, I, I got all of my appliances through you at that point in time. And I've been talking to you recently because it's time for us to replace the fridge. Yes. But of course now, we can't, a fridge doesn't just fit in there. I got to redo that whole bank of cabinets. Yes. And that's uh, really frustrating for homeowners. I'm sure you're probably feeling that frustration yeah. too. And it's not unusual. I think a lot of appliances today, they wish they would stay standard size. The good thing is, is that's true for stoves and dishwashers and generally ventilation, yeah. generally laundry, but fridges are not, not <laughs> yeah. that way, unfortunately. But of course now the reason why I'm looking at a fridge as a different size is because we're looking for more features. Yes. Right. And there's a lot more features now than, you know, other than just keeping food cold. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's, um, I guess the biggest advantage of today's fridges is they're very efficient mm-hmm. uh, and they're also very uh, technologically advanced. They're mod- me- some fridges measure temperature three or four times a second. Wow. So your actual temperature control, which keeps your food healthy and safe and edible and not rotten in the back, uh, is, is that, uh, keeping accuracy and keeping your foods healthy. Yeah. And so today's fridges are very... Well, I guess they're streamlined in that regard to help consumers have their food last longer. And I think uh, even today's fridges nowadays, there's a brand new fridge from Samsung called the Family Hub that has a touch screen, not a tablet, not a TV. It's a touch screen on your fridge yeah. that has three cameras that can actually take a picture of your food inside your fridge. <laughs> really? You could, so if you're out in the store and you're coming home from work and you're, you're stuck in kidding. the, not kidding, yeah. in the Colwood crawl and you went, oh, maybe I need to get eggs on the way home or maybe I need to get milk. You can actually take your phone with your Wi-Fi connection yeah. and access your fridge's interior at real time and see if your pickles are out of date or your <laughs> milk needs replacing and you can stop on the way home. <laughs> right. It's amazing. Wow. That's also $6,000 for a fridge. So yeah. not everybody needs it or can afford it or would like that, but that's where technology can take you. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, maybe pretty soon that'll be standard on fridges, right? Yes. I think we're going to have cell phones implanted in us. Cell phones implanted in us. <laughs> no more cell phones. It'll be like the Borg. Great. <laughs> hey, so you know what? You talked a moment ago about... Um, uh, for instance, the mother with kids or the yes. downsizer, I think you were maybe, uh, re- referencing 
certain appliances for certain people. So obviously the mother who's doing laundry, uh, you know, 12 times a week is going to require a, a laundry a washing machine that's very different from an individual, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think capacity is the biggest thing we get asked. Come into the store with a mom with two kids in tow or and on her phone or the husband who's a single dad or whatever coming in. They need to have a laundry that needs to fit their needs. Yeah. Uh, I got three kids at home. Uh, my son plays baseball and, and his dirty pants. And everybody's needs have, have, are growing. Yeah. Um, the biggest capacity laundries today are well over four, five, sometimes even six cubic feet in the washer. You, wow. Like you can hide your kids in there. Okay. And some kids do. Yes. Uh, but uh, which, I, by the way, is not good. That's not, not good. No, we, yeah, can, but we it, can endorse that. No, 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 no. All right. Um, but yeah, so they're big. Yeah, big capacity, but they're also efficient. I think from people realizing that they could do five, six loads a week on these big capacity machines, you can now do maybe two, three loads a week. And it kind of minimize your time and do okay. two or three large loads of laundry at once and maybe do laundry in one day like we used to. Yeah, instead uh, of through the week. We're here, We're here, by the way, with Dallas Patrick from Coast Wholesale Appliances, and we're talking about washing machines and efficiency. Yes, very much. I got a brand new washing machine I've owned for nine months. Could not say enough about it. Yeah. Um, with three kids, uh, like I said, it's a constant battle to keep up. My biggest challenge is forgetting to turn the laundry over to the dryer. So speaking of technology, you actually have a... Wi-Fi connection on your washing machines nowadays, it will notify you that your dryer needs to have the washer emptied and put into it. Your washer is now done. It'll send you a little note, washer done, please take over. I don't know how many times. It probably tells you to clean the windscreen too, right? It does. Okay. It also helps you for any service issues as well. It'll pop up on your phone for, it'll give you like a diagnostic code. Yeah. uh, Like with your um, smartphone and be able to tell the serviceman exactly what the problem is. So you can actually get the parts coming the first time when the guy comes to your house. Very, very technology savvy machines today. Wow. Well, amazing. Mm, it's really, really cool. It is. Um, really quickly too, the dishwasher. We were chatting about this earlier. I mean, I, I am blown away by this dishwasher that we got from you. Yes. Uh, maybe it was last year. It is so quiet because I've got one of these kitchens that's open to the family room. Yes, very and, common. And we're so used to, you know, watching TV and the dishwasher so loud. But when we replace it, we don't even know the thing is running. Yes, it's a very, probably the, the most asked about features. How quiet can you get your dishwasher? Or how is your home open concept? One of the questions I commonly ask or train my staff how to do is ask the questions of what the home looks like. People yeah. want to know. A quiet dishwasher is the number one rated uh, question we have on dishwashers. Other than, yes, it must clean. Yes. And, and please don't leak. Yes. But they want it quiet. And yeah. one of the ways you can get it quiet is, you know, you can spend, you know, $1,500, $2,000 on a dishwasher. Another way that some people may not realize is you can get uh, a panel-ready fronted dishwasher. Yep. That piece of wood on the front actually helps deaden the sound. Oh, okay. And it helps so, the so sound. So basically it looks like the cabinetry surrounding it. Yeah, it makes it, it hidden, and then people like that look. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is uh, that particular model, it's a KitchenAid, right? Yes. You get the one with the window, so you can actually watch the... Di- I thought that was, I saw a house that had it, and I was like, wow, what's yeah, next? That's the uh, latest, uh, and we have one on our showroom floor. We get asked about that a lot. Why would that window be there for? We have one on our washing machine. Do we need one on our dishwasher? Yes. Now you have one in your fridges. You'll see those in your fridges, too. Okay. Right inside your fridges. But the dishwasher one, I think, is mainly cosmetic, is to match the, the wall oven that they have in the kitchen from mm-hmm. the same family, mm-hmm. the window of the range, and now, of course, a window in their fridge. It gives that cosmetic continuity in the kitchen. Oh, true. That's purely the advantage of that window in the dishwasher. So the other thing, too, is, I mean, we know that there's a, there's a big range in appliances. So you can buy a, whatever it is, $1,300 dishwasher, or you can buy, you can see in flyers, a three, $398. Yeah, we get one in our flyer, $349. Okay. And for people who need a basic, inexpensive dishwasher to fit that basin suite that someone wants to sell, that's 
the perfect fit for them. It still means the dishwasher is going to clean. It's still going to be energy efficient. Today's dishwashers have to be almost energy star rated or above yeah. uh, to be on the markets, which is great for efficiency for homeowners who want to make sure that they don't invest a lot of money, but it doesn't cost them a lot of money to run that machine. Got it. Uh, that's available for consumers. And it's... So basically different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and people like inexpensive things because they know they work and less to go wrong is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know I'm not buying appliances online. Like that's, uh, I need <laughs> professionalism uh, or professional uh, um, advice from people like you. And if people need that, so how, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, they come into our showroom. We're open seven days a week. Uh, we're now open 11 to four on Sundays for those folks who are available. Great. Uh, and uh, nine to five throughout the week. I'm usually there between and, seven. And where is it? Should the we're listeners at 736 know? Cloverdale Avenue and just between Mayfair and Uptown. Great. Uh, and uh, we've been around, like I said, almost 40 years. And uh, we have almost 40 brands of appliances to offer customers. And what's the phone number they can reach out? The number is at 250-475-0277. Or they can visit our website at www.coastappliances.com. That's great. Well, thanks for joining us. I got to pop in and check out the new gear, including this uh, fridge with a camera in it. Yes, that's, yeah. that's a fantastic fridge. So good. Thanks for joining us, Dallas. We'll be back in just a moment uh, talking about in-home dining experiences and more. You're joining us here on The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today, we're talking about appliances. And, you know, We just learned from Dallas Patrick at Coast Wholesale Appliances all about the Samsung fridge that takes photos inside your fridge. So you, so you know when the expiry date of your pickles are. That's that's what you said, right, Dallas? Uh, this is technology today. Wow. You know, I remember going to uh, Disneyland, and they have this kind of home of the future thing uh, when I was a kid. And they were talking about uh, barcodes on the fridge and, you know, the fridge being able to tell you, oh, it's time for you to get more uh, milk or whatever. Uh, obviously, we're there right now. This is the technology that we have. Uh, modern uh, appliances are just amazing. We didn't get a chance to chat with Dallas about things like built-in um, espresso machines and uh, all these other nifty uh, toys. Perhaps we'll get them on another time, but uh, if you guys have questions of Dallas for appliances uh, or want to have a look at things like the Samsung fridge, go down to Coast Wholesale Appliances, which is on Cloverdale. Uh, he's just giving me the card, 736 Cloverdale. Uh, that's between Uptown and Mayfair Mall. Uh, next up, uh, in our studio, we have, um, Aiden Henry, sorry, Aiden, uh, Aiden Henry. Aiden is the, uh, founder of Brink Events. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me here, Tony. Great. So, you know, we talked about, uh, uh, how important the kitchen and the dining experience is for people nowadays. Uh, in fact, a lot of people basically pick their piece. Like for instance, myself, I, I wanted this cooktop. So I, 11 years ago, um, I wanted the Wolf cooktop and we basically designed the kitchen around this cooktop. Uh, and I know I'm not alone. This is the way people do it. You know, they're, they're designing not only the kitchen, but the house as well too, to cater to, um, uh, entertaining, uh, having people in the home. And this is the reason why we have you here right now as well. Speaking of catering, I mean, mm. you are the events guy. Tell us about Brink Events. Yeah. So Brink Events was started about six years ago by myself and, you know, I'm still the owner and uh, creative director there. And um, we do high-end social events. So we're very specific. We do very bespoke, upscale experiences for people around food and beverage. And and we, <clears throat> sorry, um, we really take those experiences to the next level. We don't do weddings. We don't do trade shows, conferences. We're high-end social. That's what we do. We throw parties. Mm -hmm. We do dinner parties. We do cocktail parties. Um, parties are kind of the, the general theme here. So, um, you know, we do what we like. We know it, we understand it, we create these experiences that people are going to remember forever and, and they're very unique and typically in venues that you wouldn't typically see like hotels or conference centers. We love doing, you know, 
museums, art galleries, private homes, boats, airport hangars, you name it, we've done it. Yeah. And, and you do it well because I've been to your events and you really put on something special. And, you know, what I really want to talk about right now is what you can do for people. I mean, uh, here we are. People, maybe yep. somebody's outfitted their, yep. their kitchen with uh, the Samsung fridge, right? Uh, and it's like, okay, instead of going out yep. or, or, you know, arranging a dinner party at, a, like you said, a hotel or a restaurant or something, let's mm-hmm. have it at home. Yeah. Um, but they need someone to organize it because, yep. let's face it, there's a, lot, there's a lot of moving pieces, right? There are a lot of moving pieces. I mean, obviously, everything usually starts with the food and beverage. Yeah. That's kind of the base. Um, but you might want floral, you might want some candles, you might want entertainment, you might want tenting out back, you might want um, transportation. some transportation if people are drinking, it's always a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and you want everything seamless, you want to make it feel like it just flows. And in a lot of cases, people don't have the experience to do that themselves, so they bring somebody like myself on board to handle their party. And uh, for a lot of people, the home is, is such a beautiful place to do an event because a lot of people haven't seen these homes or they're not invited over here as much you know you've seen the the hotel room down downtown or you've seen you've been there a thousand venues a thousand times but you know private homes for me i call them the last frontier for event venues because you've never seen these you know you you've even seen the museum and the art gallery but the home yeah it's such a beautiful place especially if it's an open concept where it's made for a kitchen party you know people love tastings and and little bits of this and that. And it's not necessarily about the seated dinner anymore. It's about the stand-up, walk-around, reception-style, you know, event where people can try a little bit of wine, maybe a bit of cider, beer, scotch, and then little bites of this and that. They don't need to fill up on a, a you know, a, a course menu, you know, per se. Yeah, so we're here with Aiden Henry, uh, who is with Brink Events, uh, talking about that party that you have in your house. And, and I have to say, because I've had parties, um, what the nice thing is about having somebody like you who comes and runs it and uh, sets everything up is as the homeowner, as the host, there's nothing worse than, than actually having to run everything because then the host isn't really enjoying themselves. They don't have yeah. the, t- the opportunity to mingle or to visit with their guests. You know, they're busy worrying about, you know, uh, yeah. if the well, dishes are being cleaned or yeah. whatever, right? And I, and I always make sure that with my clients, I, I, it's like they don't need to do anything. That should be the, they should be able to enjoy the party. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. They shouldn't have any stress, anxiety, running around, clean up, um, worrying about whether this is out or not. It should be about them hosting the party. Yeah. They should have a, a glass of champagne or wine in their hands at all time. And they should be walking around, making sure everybody's having a good time. They shouldn't be worrying about if there's enough ice over here or if these dirty dishes are going to get taken to the back. You know, that's where you work with me and, and my team and caterers and, and our group to make sure that that party just feels like, you know, it's taken care of. Yeah. So so you as an event organizer, I mean, obviously you have your roster of catering yeah. companies and staff and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, tell us about the process. Like if somebody wants to have this mm-hmm. this amazing dining experience in their home, yeah. what, what how, how do you start? Yeah, well, <clears throat> typically we have an initial call or a meeting where we go over their needs and their wants and their vision and all that kind of stuff. I also have a sort of an online creative brief, I call it. It's 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 basically a glorified form online that they go through and they give me as much detail as possible so I can figure out what they're looking to do. And then as we start to talk about this in my mind, I start to figure out who the different people are and suppliers <clears throat> that will come together to make this happen, whether it's catering, floral, decor, sound and lighting, transportation. As we talk, I get a general sense of who's in town, who would fit really well for this event, depending on the menu, the type of event it is, 
um, what's needed and also price point too, right? Because you're going to have different suppliers coming in at different levels and different price points. So um, a huge part of my job is really figuring out who the different suppliers are that are going to come together to make this just feel like it's. It would be. I, I'd imagine it'd be important for you to 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 work with these suppliers yep. just to get a sense of what their quality is, right? And and you know what, I, they represent my brand. You know, if in these cases I'm bringing them on board to do the event, and and it's my suggestion, you better hope that they do a good job because you know the the client's going to look back to me and go, well, you're the one that said we should go with these guys. So, um, they got to make me look good essentially. I mean, that's that's part of their job, but I bring them business too. So. I'm essentially their client, not necessarily the end client. Yeah. So in a lot of cases, my suppliers, you know, I'm their client, not necessarily the end client. Oh, for for sure. So. And I think that's one of the things too. You know, for somebody who's who who is trying to put on their own uh, private party, mm-hmm. um, it, it is it's unfortunate sometimes where with in the absence of recommendations or history with a supplier, yeah, they may go for instance with the lowest cost or something. Yeah. Yep. And and that is not. I mean, it's yeah. true of all things. Yeah. But, it may not get the result that you want, right? Well, in the world of the internet, people are just Googling, you know, caterer in Victoria or sun and lighting in Victoria and, you know, might be the first one or two that pop up that they go with. Are they necessarily the best? Who who knows? You know, mm-hmm. sure, they might have testimonials on their event but or on their webpage, but it could have been anybody that wrote those. So um, you really got to have to have experience with those groups. I, I don't typically work with groups that I don't have experience with in the past, yeah. especially if it's a really sort of exclusive high-end event. I got to make sure that I've got a previous sort of history. I know how they work. They know my expectations. I know theirs. I know what time they want to set up, tear down. I know how much they're going to charge. I know their quirks, their intricacies, because yeah. you know what? At the end of the day, events are live theater. You got one oh, shot, yeah. you know, and that's, you know, with with opera and plays, you get to rehearse over and over on a stage that's sort of a set yeah a yeah. set stage where the yeah. variables are known with an event you don't know yeah people come early people leave early people you know the temperature of the room the the level of the sound everything changes and you got to be able to adapt based on that and you only got one shot at it yeah. so it can be tricky but you know what that's why uh, i love doing this stuff because it's it's here we go <laughs> and you do it very well so uh we're gonna have you back after the break but if people need to reach you aiden what's the best way to do that well, the website is www.brinkevents.ca. Yeah, B-R-I-N-K. Um, yeah, B-R-I-N-K, yep. E-V-E-N-T-S dot C-A, not dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, or you can give us a shout, 250-882-9691. Um, or you can uh, check us out all over social media. We've got a Facebook page, Twitter, uh, you know, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> everything. So Yeah, so that's great. I mean, enjoy talking about having events in your home, especially after having talked with Dallas Patrick about Mm -hmm. appliances and everything. But after the break, we're going to go a slightly different route because we're going to talk about some of the neat stuff you've done in the community. Yep. It's all related, um, but and you've got something really cool to roll out for our listeners that is happening uh, just in a few weeks' time. Absolutely. Excited about that. (laughs) Great. Uh, So you're listening to The Whole Home Show, uh, and I'm Tony Joe. We're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Whole Home Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Uh, our show was brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. I always like reminding everyone that if you need help in insurance or mortgages, that Denise and Lori are great people to talk to. You can find their contact information by going to the CFAX 1070 website, uh, looking under shows to find our show, the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. And you'll find their contact information there, or you could always reach me as well, too. Today, we're talking about kitchens, dining, appliances, uh, and 
experiences that people want to have in their homes. I've had uh, as guests so far Dallas Patrick, who is Senior Sales Associate at Coast Wholesale Appliances. And we've just had a conversation with Aiden Henry from Brink Events. Uh, we're now back here with Aiden as well. Uh, Aiden, thanks for telling us about what people can do in their homes. Um, you know, some great experiences people have are in their own home. Absolutely. Right? They don't know what's possible till they really, you know, reach out and, and find out about all the different experiences they can have. For sure. And, you know, you, 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 you mentioned as well, too, going to a conference center or hotel or whatever. I mean, how many times have we had rubber chicken? Yeah, the rubber chicken dinner. Uh, you know, you're seated there for three hours at a round table and yeah. having the rubber chicken dinner and... People are, tell, people are telling you it's going to be different this time. <laughs> Never is. You know the truth. Yes. But, you know, there's a time and a place, right? I Absolutely. I mean, you, you, got a conf, you got a conference, yep. for instance, with a thousand people. There's yep. that. But, you know, if you want to have something really special, you got to yep. call an expert like you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, your background, you have done uh, events at very special properties. Um, and I'm going somewhere with this because mm-hmm. in a moment I want to talk about homes of distinction. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but tell us, uh, tell us about your background. Tell us about, um, how you got into this. Yeah. So my background was actually in inter- internet marketing yeah. and that was where I was till about 2011, but I just didn't want to be in front of a computer every day, hacking away at different contracts. So, um, I went back to, what do I love doing? I love throwing parties. Yeah. You know, I love hosting. I love entertaining. I love seeing people having a great time and being out of that shell, that rat race, that day-to-day thing. And so, you know what? I just started doing that. And I jumped in. I have no background in events. Um, the first, you know, few events had some issues and operational problems, but you, you you learn from that. You work on those, and you get better incrementally over time. And that's kind of where it's gone. So, um, at first, I sort of did the my own events where I sold tickets, and people came and, and sort of partied and whatnot. That was in locations like Craig Derrick Castle. I remember that and, one. Yeah, that was great on a boat or in the yeah. Maritime Museum or the Art Gallery. And then I've transitioned uh, after about two or three years into solely doing client events, yeah. except for I produce one event every year that we'll probably end up talking about, I for think. Sure. Now, in, in your time, you've ended up, I mean, you have a formidable Rolodex. People Absolutely. use Rolodexes nowadays. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, your, your contact list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, though, too, is uh, you have had the opportunity to do events in some of the most amazing properties in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yep. Multi-million dollar homes. And yeah. those are always my favorite. Like I say, I call it the last frontier for event venues. These are the places that you drive by with the big gates and, you know, if you're thinking to yourself, if for one night I could just party in there yeah. or, or, you know, and most of the time it's for charity. So not only do you get to party and have a great time, but your money goes to a great spot. So. Oh, okay. So let's talk about this. Now's the time okay. to talk okay. about the you know, uh, house of distinction. So yeah. uh, I, I want to just introduce this here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I... I was on a campaign cabinet for Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid Society. Yep. Kool-Aid, of course, uh, uh, builds home for homeless homeless yep. uh, folks. Um, and every organization wants a fundraiser to raise funds. So we connected with you. I, I remember introducing you to the, uh, um, to the cabinet. Uh, and the idea was, let's put on an event. Um, however, the organization is not that's not their job. Mm-hmm. So they spoke to you and uh, I mean, what, what did you tell them? What did you tell us? Well, in terms of House of Distinction, you know, it, it really goes back even further than just Kool-Aid to, you know, you see all these charities and nonprofits that want to do one of these fundraisers, but they're so worried. It's going to be a lot of time. 
Are we going to make any money? No are we, resources. Are we going to lose money? Yeah. Um, are, is our staff going to be busy for six months on an event where we're going to make 10,000 bucks? And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of risk. It's a lot of hassle and whatnot. So I, I wanted to come up with something that was not only going to be easy on the charity where they could potentially make a lot of money, but that was going to be fun. And the experience was going to be much better than call it the status quo hotel fundraiser. So, you know, I came up with this idea of House of Distinction where you're doing fundraisers in multi-million dollar homes. Mm -hmm. So when you do an event in a home, you can call your shots on everything. Food, beverage, floral, sound, lighting. Because if you're doing it at the hotel or wherever, well, they're going to obviously run the liquor service. Yeah. They're going to run the food service. So a lot of the profit that would go to the fundraising Absolutely. organization goes to the hotel. Goes, goes to the organization. And, and you know what? A lot of these groups do a great job, so I don't want to put them down for that. But people want something new. They want a new experience. So, you know, House of Distinction is essentially an event series where it's a different charity for every event, a different home for every event, different homeowner, and amazing food and beverage, reception style, uh, quote-unquote open bar at every event. You know, all your drinks are included, limo service to and from the event, amazing entertainment. We've had opera performances. We've had grand pianos, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and black tie, top-notch guest list, invite only, hard copy invitations. Mm -hmm. um, it's obviously an upper level ticket, but you know, from these events, we look to make 30, 40,000 plus after costs, yeah. which is, you know, for a first time event with, with a fairly low amount of work, quite a bit of money. Um, and we actually, obviously, as you know, with the Kool-Aid event, beat that by a long shot, raising over 75000 after yeah. cost. Which is a lot of money for an organization. And, Absolutely. And and not only that, again, I mean, it was mm -hmm. it was part of a memorable experience, right? Absolutely. So we've done two now. Uh, we've done the one for Victoria Kool-Aid Society, and then we did one in March for Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk too much about the third one that we're planning for the fall, but we've got a beautiful home uh, that we're looking at and another charity that's that's very deserving uh, that we're looking at as well. So hopefully I can uh, put that together and have House of Distinction well, 3 actually, coming soon. As, as you're on uh, our radio show right now, maybe mm -hmm. this is something that we should do a call out for you because you're always yeah. looking for those special homes. And Absolutely. if there's a listener out there right now mm -hmm. uh, who has that home yeah. uh, that they would love to participate in a fundraising event, Absolutely. maybe they should get in touch with you. Right? Absolutely. Please get a hold of us. It, it would be great. You know, we're always on the hunt for new homes because with this event series, the home changes every event. Yeah. So, you know, we're not doing the same one over and over. So people that are coming out get a new experience every time. And so, yeah, if, if anybody's interested and has that multi-million dollar home and they're looking to host an event for a charity of their choice, I'd be happy to listen out, listen to them and, and hear what they have to say. So. so we're here with Aiden Henry, who is the founder of Brink Events, talking about House of Distinction. Uh, I have, obviously, I was there because I, I have been at the Kool-Aid one. I got to say, it was just amazing. And the whole idea about having, uh, in that case, it was the gang from LA Limo that was uh, um, transporting everyone out to the property yep. in, um, uh, yep. it, it was in Mark Lane, so it was uh, uh, mm -hmm. out that direction. The, the Basically, the guys, the tuxedo um, footmen at the gate, mm -hmm. footmen, I don't know if we call them that. Yeah, uh, um, the door guys. The door guys. And then just everyone was just so well taken care mm -hmm. of and, it, and the scotch tasting. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we raised a lot of money for the We raised a lot of money, you know, and selfishly, I, I uh, plan these events around what I would want. Yeah. That's what I always say, you know. We had a reception, uh, a champagne reception at the Union Club. Yeah. Limos took everybody out to this $10 million house at Willis Point Road. You know, you're greeted by a red carpet with people giving you more champagne and there's food everywhere and there's beverages and there's an opera performance and a jazz trio, scotch tasting, and you're raising a ton of money for charity amongst the great group. And then you're, well, and and then you're brought back downtown on the limo another, too. So. That's another interesting thing too, is being there in a room 
with people who are really the fabric of uh, Victoria's community. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, uh, a lot of people that spend a lot of time uh, in organizations uh, mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of good work in the community. Well, and it's invite only. You know, we don't just sell tickets on a website. We really make sure that we're picking out people that really want to give back and that, you know, want to be a part of the experience. So there's no place that you can just go buy tickets. And t- tickets are typically around $300. So they're not cheap. Um, but you got to think it's it's a donation to charity. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're basing the value of your ticket on your experience in food and beverage, maybe maybe it might be there for this one but it should in theory for any fundraiser out there be a little bit about the experience but a larger portion is the donation because that's where the money should be going so and that's another thing any organization that's listening to this right now might want to think about calling you to put on an event uh to do a fundraiser whether it's house of distinction or otherwise you know we do a lot of separate events not just house of distinction for for many great groups and and we've created at least three or four signature events in this city that have raised you know, a million dollars plus. So amazing. Yeah. Uh, I am, I am very careful of time here because we got to talk about the next thing, Yeah, which is really important uh, because I have been to these events. Yeah. Uh, I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, started off with, I think it was a thousand people, right? I think it was 800 in the first year and okay. 1200 and it's grown since then. So this year you are planning to have 1800 people mm-hmm. show up in a mystery location yeah. wearing all whites, White tablecloths, white uh, yep. everything for Le Dine en Blanc Victoria 2017. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, tell listeners all about this because uh, perhaps people haven't heard. Yeah. So it's a it's an event series that happens around the world. It's been going on for about 30 years now. It started in Paris. Uh, legend has it that uh, you know a gentleman uh, you know had couldn't meet up with his friends very often. So one day he just said, "I'm going to be on, on in this grassy park and I'm going to be wearing all white, and that's how you're going to find me." And you know people got together and had a picnic because these 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 parks are very busy in France. So everybody wore white, and then they just got together and had a picnic, and it's grown to about fifteen thousand in Paris now every year. Wow! So yeah. our our event was uh, seventeen hundred last year. We did it in front of the Delta, and it was a great time. And um, I'm most excited about this event. This is my okay, favorite so, event of the year. So the thing is, uh, attendees don't know the location. Don't know the location till they get there. Till they get there, because we're sent to go and um, load on uh, yeah. transport, right? Yeah, either either a bus or you're going to walk. So it's either a bus or pedestrian yeah. departure location you go to. And the bus driver knows where it is. But, but you don't we need don't to know. know. So, so basically, we uh, bring our picnic. We bring our picnic basket, which I've spray-painted white, yep. right? Uh, our tables, our chairs and everything. Uh, I got to say the first year we did it, my wife was kind of like, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, we're spending money and we're having yeah. to do all the work. But at the event, she talks about it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, it is just amazing under the twilight yeah. with a thousand or 1800 yeah. people. Yeah. You just got to come once and you'll get it. And that's what I say to people. It's a lot of work. You know, you got to dress in white and bring all your stuff, but you go once and you get it. And you know, the signature moments, there's a napkin wave near yeah. the start to signal the start of dinner. And then obviously the sparkler moment yeah. near the end. That's the iconic moment. And that is just such an amazing. So where do people need to go to find out more about this? <clears throat> they can go to victoria.dinerenblanc.com. Um, you can Google it. I'm sure you might not you get better, the spelling you better right. Spell so, that. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so, okay. Uh, victoria.dinerenblanc.com. And yeah. like I say, they can also Google it. We've got a Vic- Dinerenblanc Victoria Facebook page as well. I think some people have thought that it's hard to get in. 
there's a process, right? Th- there is there is a little bit of a myth about there being a waiting list. Okay. Um, that just means you're going to get a f- phase three invitation, but you're still going to get an invitation. There is no, there hasn't been a year where it's sold out yet. We've always had a little bit left on the table in terms of space. So, but we have grown from 800 to 1700. So you started it, it was St. Anne's Academy and then it was Fisherman's, Fisherman's Wharf, Wharf. And then last year was the Delta. Well, it was Ship Point uh, in the third year and then last year oh, was Ship the Delta. Point. Okay. I forgot about the third one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a beautiful one. That it, was in a lot of people's minds, the best one so far. So it was a beautiful day and iconic piece of, you know, property downtown Victoria. So that was a great one. Right. Okay, Aiden, if people need to reach you uh, for Dinner on Blanc, uh, mm-hmm. House of Distinction, or private parties in their homes or, yep. or work, whatever, how do they do that? Uh, email address, info at brinkevents.ca, uh, or they can go to the website, brinkevents.ca, or call 250-882-9691. And we also had earlier Dallas Patrick, who is the Senior Sales Associate at Coast Wholesale Appliances. You can call him at 250-475-0277, or just visit their shop at 735 Cloverdale. Thanks for joining us today, everyone. Had a great uh, show talking about uh, appliances and about dining experiences and a couple of other cool things. Um, I'll be here for you this time next week. We'll speak to you then.